0: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Visa. Help support your local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, your coffee spots, or your favorite shops. Local businesses have been there on your team supporting you in your community, but right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at a local business and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless Visa to help you support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa, the official partner of the NFL. I am your host, Marcus Moser. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Moser. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Um, Landon, this is the first time in a long time that I have such mixed feelings about a Cowboy game. Yeah. Um, how you doing, buddy?
1: You know, I, it's 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 been taking it's taken a while. I mean, a lot of it. I mean, you and I are talking about. We kind of do a little, you know, pre-show talk, and. It, it, it everything after obviously Dax injury kind of just feels like a blur, mm-hmm. and 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 you know and by the way like I, I know this has got to be crazy bittersweet for you because <laughs> you're a Lakers fan sure, and tonight yeah. the Lakers won the the NBA championship so uh, you know I, I I just feel like we were trying to kind of do this show and, and talk about what happened in the game. And, 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 you know, we were having a hard time remembering landmarks in the game post, you know, Dak's injury. And it was, it's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be a while before we start kind of mm-hmm. letting it sink in and, 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 and dealing with it. I mean, it, it, I think a lot of it was not only just that he's injured and, and that's the end of the season for him, but it was traumatizing, I think for a lot of Cowboys nation to watch, what happened to Dak, and then having him taken off the, off the field in the cart, and just knowing who he is and what he's been through the last year, it 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 was a trauma we all kind of shared on the field, watching on on, on TV t- together.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, usually, we start the show off by recapping what happened. Um, I'm going to do this just really quickly. I know a lot of you guys watch this game. Uh, I actually didn't even know what the final score was. This is the first time in, like in a long time where like there's big gaps in what happened in the game that I, I just don't remember yeah. uh, because of what, everything that happened. But uh, the Cowboys did win 37-34. Uh, Greg Zerline kicked the game-winning field goal uh, to, to give the Cowboys two wins on the season. They are now sitting at first place all alone inside the division. Um, but obviously the big story here is Dak Prescott injured midway through the third quarter. Uh, the Cowboys called a design quarterback run that was actually blocked really well. Uh, Prescott went up the middle, cut to the outside, and a defender, uh, and I don't even remember who, who exactly it was. It was Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan uh, kind of grabbed with his right hand the front of Dak's jersey and then on a the left hand, you know, up, up near the— you know the opening of the jersey. It wasn't a horse-collar tackle, uh, but the way that he was brought down was very similar, like in a similar mechanism. Uh, Dak's ankle just kind of stuck to the the turf, and uh, it was a, a, a gruesome injury. So, um, let's. I, I want to talk about Dak first. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I that's a bad thing when you when you host a cowboy podcast. You need to learn <laughs> how to not only do football, but how to do legal stuff, uh, how to do injury stuff. Uh, what were your, some of your first thoughts when you when you saw Dak getting carted off the field? Uh,
1: you know, like I said, I, I think you react as a human being first, and and knowing who you know, we cover the team, so we've we know what Dak's been through in the last mm-hmm. year. I mean, everything, including his his brother, and absolutely, yeah. you know, his 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 conscious decision to make make a. a A public comment about about suicide about mental health stuff and then you know obviously an ongoing contract situation that has called into question his skills which is absolutely ridiculous especially if you've seen what's what he's done and so uh i i think on a human level to watch to watch him go through this knowing he's you know on a on a franchise tag and and all that i think just it was it was truly heart-wrenching and, uh, and then, you know, as, as a Cowboys fan, uh, separate of that second, I think realizing that, you know, what hope you had left for the season is, is, is gotten quite a bit darker. Mm. You know, I think, I, I think we, I even watched the game. I think Andy Dalton did a fine job for the rest of the game. We'll talk about that all well, that, but can I add this in uh, here
0: really quickly? So yeah. I, I, um, I like to check 538, their odds about teams making the playoffs during the games and after the game. So yeah. going into the game, the Cowboys had about a 63% chance to make the playoffs. Um, and then after the win today, even though they're leading in the division because of the Dak injury, those odds have dropped all the way down to 33%. So yeah. it just shows you how much this team needs Dak Prescott in order to, to function.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, it's just been a uh, – and and it's it's a mess, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, is that, I mean, I don't want to project too far because we're supposed to just talk about this game, yeah. but it's hard yeah. not to, you know, because... Well, that's fine. We can do that because that's what everybody wants to hear anyways. Yeah. Let's, I think let's it's go and talk about the, the future. It. Yes. I I mean, I think the issue here is that, I mean, I spent all, almost the whole game arguing with people about defensive coordinators and wanting to fire Nolan and you know, hire uh, Dan <laughs> Quinn and, yeah. and, and and all these, anybody who's available. I, one guy really wants me to hire rehire Chris Richard. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if you've just time traveled from 2018 from <laughs> to here, but uh, and it's just the problem is now that, you know, you've gotten and this has been my concern with Mike Nolan overall. And I'm not advocating that Mike Nolan's uh, needs to be retained or anything like this. But at the very least, we all need to recognize that we've gotten a terrible evaluation of how good or bad Mike Nolan's defense is, based on because of what's going on, right? Because of the COVID situation, because of all this, it's been a disaster. Mm, absolutely. And, and 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 you know, normally I think you would think that you should give some of these defensive core. I mean, Mon, Mon, Monty Kiffin and, and Marinelli and all these guys got all kinds of you know. Uh, a, a extra rope to, to to try this out and to try different things and and I think w- we've given these guys a little little chance despite a, a very difficult job that they had to do in one o- full off season and mm-hmm. then having that ex- full off season ex- cut short now you add on top of that that Dak Prescott is gone for the season, and and now the offense, uh, you know, doesn't seem nearly as you know uh, an engine of this team anymore. It doesn't seem like as explosive or deadly. You know, it feels like okay, maybe they could get along with with what they've got with Andy Dalton and 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 Zeke, but with 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 a offensive line, I mean, I think the chance of them doing anything in the playoffs has been diminished. So now you've got a season where you're you're you kind of struggling to even figure out what's going on with with your defense because you're not going to get a good evaluation because of what happened. Your offense is not going to do anything, but it might do enough to win a couple games here and there, so you're probably not going to get even a great draft pick. You know, it's
0: Can I, I want to okay, let, it's listen. just
1: it's just ugly. It's just it ugly is. to I, kind of t- take a step back and look at the summation of this at this
0: point. 100% agree. Cowboy fans understand um, we've had some awful luck in the last decade with quarterback injuries. Yeah. Between 2010, when Romo broke his collarbone, or 2013, when uh, he hurt his back right before that Week 17 game against the Eagles, or 2015, when Romo broke his collarbone uh, two games into the season, or 2016, when Romo got hurt in the preseason. Cowboy fans understand, uh, you know, your season going down the tubes, you know, quickly. But I do think there's. I don't even want to say optimisms, but reasons to be excited. I, I want to get to those, to those in just a second. Um, but I wanted to tell you about Visa. Visa knows that local businesses are the heartbeat of our communities, whether they're our corner stores, our coffee spots, or our favorite shops. Local businesses have been there for us and on our team. They remember our orders, they call us by our names, always giving back, making a difference, and going that extra mile to support us and our community. And right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So now it's time for us to return the favor. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at a local business and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless Visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa everywhere you want to be, the official partner of the NFL. Okay, Landon, during the Jason Garrett era uh, from 2010 to 2019, as I just mentioned before our break, it seemed like whenever the Cowboys lost their quarterback, the season went down the tubes. That that hasn't always been the case for Mike McCarthy. Um, If you remember back to 2013, Uh, Aaron Rodgers suffered a calf injury early in that season, and he got some pretty good play out of Scott Tolzien and Matt Flynn. Uh, They even beat the Cowboys in a wild game in Dallas 37 to 36 uh, where Matt Flynn played well. I'm not suggesting that the Cowboys are going to be a Super Bowl contender or even a playoff team under Andy Dalton, but I do think he could potentially function enough to keep you know these weapons you know making plays in offense I know the offensive line's terrible, but there are a lot of things to still be excited about in this team and now we just have to adjust our expectations, right um, you know let's look to see how CD land develops in the second half of the season. let's see what. Brandon Knight and Terrence Steele do at uh, defensive tackle or, def- or excuse me offensive tackle. Leighton Vander will return here in Week Six against the Cardinals. Let's see if Leighton Vander can get back to that level that we saw in 2018. So while I agree that the season is probably over in the sense of them competing for a Super Bowl. Would it shock you if they got to 6-10, and 7-9, and, and potentially won the, win the division? You look at what Philadelphia is doing right now and their schedule coming up. I don't see them getting back on track anytime soon. I think this, there's a chance this team could be playing some pretty meaningful games here in late November and December. What do you think? <laughs>
1: I feel like I'm taking crazy pills hearing you say that. Well, I it's <laughs> because, it just, no, because you're right. I mean, so you're totally right, but here's the thing. That was literally the argument against the whole the entirety of the Jason Garrett era is that you know is that getting to 7 and 9 and winning the division is not well, is is the, is correct. actually one, is actually one of the worst things you can do right but because i feel you're not like well, it's getting the benefit though. of 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 probably playing for a super bowl but you're also not getting the benefit of a high draft pick because of the re- result of your season so but
0: can i can i just say this about tanking i mean i, under, I listen, i'm not saying to tank no no, no but, i know what you
1: i know what you mean yeah.
0: but there, i see a lot of people on twitter and i'm talking to people they want them to tank to get a top 5 draft pick I think the Cowboys need to build a culture where they don't—they just don't fold after an injury. And I know this is an injury to the quarterback and the most important player on their team by far, but I want to see a little bit of toughness here. And I think Mike McCarthy and the team—I think they'll at least show that. Maybe I'll be wrong, but I, I, that's something I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing.
1: Uh, yes, I mean of course, but 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 at the same time, like. I, I saw that with, with a lot of these players throughout the Garrett administration as well. And, and it didn't see it, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, only, only a partial victory. I, I guess my issue here is that they're, they're going to be bad and not good enough to actually do anything. And they they probably will be able to eke out some games here and there and enough sure. to kind of yeah. be competitive because there's a lot of talent on offense, regardless of Dak. Uh, but, I, but I, I, i mean it's it it's it's empty calories to a large degree and and, and they they do have talent needs on this defense and sure, on on and on the offensive line at this point too uh so it it's actually I don't know. It, it's, it's different. It's weird. When, I
0: understand. It's very, weird. I
1: almost feel like, I almost feel like we, we had, we didn't have Andy Dalton, but you know, in some ways, because like, I, I, I like, let's see what Ben DiNucci can do. If he takes his lumps, he takes his lumps. And I and understand. Then, and that's
0: fair. I you mean, you know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. I,
0: like, and, and a couple of years ago, I, I probably would agree with you, but I don't know, man, having at least a functioning quarterback to help develop other players. Like again, like a CD lamb, like a Brandon. if you've got a quarterback in there that can't even function,
1: Sure, but the, but but I guess the problem is that I'm not even looking see the I think the issue is that this whole in any in, in a regular season, absolutely. but to me, this whole season seems like a disaster. So I'm so honestly, for my team, I'm looking for a way out, you know, because there's just there's like the quarterback's gone, half your talent is on IR like i understand that the the league wants to finish but i, I mean honestly like I, I do i'm starting to have concerns about beyond just the, the i'm starting to concern that the 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 the, the, <laughs> the curse of this season will extend beyond this season because if, the, if some of these injuries start piling up they're going to start bleeding into next year we don't know what Z, what dak's situation is sure. he's going to face a, a brutal recovery no matter what i mean physically to get through I think he can come back and play. I think it can be next season. I just, but I think that you know, at this point, I, I you know, you're right. The, the team shouldn't shouldn't quit. And there's a lot of young talent that you want to develop. But I also am looking at the you know just the <laughs> the reality of this season, Absolutely. and 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 we're seeing games already being rescheduled by the half dozen at this point, and we're not even halfway through the season. It's like it's hard not to just think, man, I, I want to protect this. This franchise from, from, from from the season. I want to I want to make sure this 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 Cowboys team set up beyond 2020 because I'm nervous that some of the bad things that are happening in the season starting to bleed into future seasons.
0: And I I I get that point. Um, I just keep coming back to how much 2015 sucked. That's really what yeah. it was, right? In that season where they started off two and zero, and then to basically be non competitive for the next three months was just not fun. I I I don't think the coaching staff did anything to to help that to have to have like games on Thanksgiving and night primetime games that are essentially nothing, and you don't even get even a tiny bit excited to watch, um, you know. it, it sucks, man. You, there's only 16 games in a season. To not have those feel and mean anything uh, is never fun. So I would – listen, I, I, I can completely understand the people that are wanting the Cowboys to be careful with any injured guys now. Make sure that they're not risking them. Make sure they're healthy for 2021. And if that means, you know, potentially losing some more games the rest of the way, I get it. But I I just want to see this team compete, and I want them to show some some mental toughness. And, again – I, it sucks it,
1: that we have to choose. That's that's ultimately the, yeah. Well, is, that sucks that we have to choose between these two things, and that you know, winning has got this double-edged sword aspect to it because we know that ultimately it, it may mean mean nothing ultimately than other than development for the players.
0: Yeah, I know. And man, again, this is what I said coming out of this podcast. It was such mixed feelings about yeah, uh, you know, how to feel about this game stuff. So we're gonna get to the game in just a second. Uh, But I wanted to tell you about Roman. Uh, Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy, but with Roman, it's easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. I also want to tell you about our old friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors and a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BiltBar.com and use promo code on, and you'll get 20% off. Again, that's 20% off your first box at BiltBar.com. All right, Landon, let's let's try to, to talk about this Cowboy Giants win uh, without trying to bring up Dak or think about Dak. Um, and I know that's going to be incredibly hard. <laughs> Uh, but again, Cowboys get a 37-34 win. It, it wasn't always pretty. Uh, the Cowboys no. had a turnover early in the, first, uh, in the first quarter. They got down 14-3, to uh, but they did make a play on defense. Demarcus Lawrence got a strip sack. Uh, the offense was able to stage you know, a, a nice drive at the end of the game to get a, a short field goal. Uh, what were some of your biggest non-DAC takeaways from this contest?
1: Well, yeah, not not just a strip sack, but a strip sack return for, for a touchdown, touchdown as yeah. well by Anthony Brown. And, and uh, you know, I think that the defense played better. I think that's a very relative term, um, but they did play better. Well, it's, I also, think yeah, that, it's
0: important to note they, they got seven points off that interception, right? Yeah. They also and, got another seven points off a of deck. Prescott actually eight points off a of deck or excuse me, an Andy Dalton fumble. So really 15 points your offense spotted them.
1: Yeah, and I mean they literally got seven points by a pick six from from right. Dak. So um, you know, I think that's that's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty amazing that that frankly they only gave up two touchdowns in this game, um, the, the defense itself. So, uh, but I, I think again it's all relative. I mean, I think early on in this game. Um, it felt like they were able to kind of just run all over the cowboys defense at will you know and 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 I think they were able to sort of sort that out and then uh for a little while it felt like they they, they were able to kind of throw the ball and, and and you know but it did feel like they were in physically too if you're watching it. It felt like they were kind of going through a whole bunch of different combination of players, you know, like they were still really trying to figure out who was their best g- grouping because you know Anthony Brown was back and mm-hmm. I think they were rotating the corners around and you know they they rotated uh uh Donovan Wilson with uh with uh, uh, Stephen Parker a-
0: Stephen Parker Parker, Parker yeah, yeah.
1: The the kid from Oklahoma who um. So but number forty, and so they, so they were, you know, they were rotating in a lot of bodies. It felt like Gallimore was in there, and you know, he really kind of struggled, hmm. and I think it showed a little bit why he was he was not active some of the weeks because he really got pushed around. Yeah, we
0: should also mention Tristan Hill. We,
1: left. We got to mention Tristan Hill yeah, because left. I thought he he had been playing pretty well, honestly, and uh, yeah, it, just a huge loss at a position that really could not t- take it, and and honestly, I, I just. I, the Cowboys have got to do something at that position at this point.
0: Like, I mean, are they, well, they, what's difficult I is okay. Do you make a trade now? It doesn't really make sense to make a trade now after what we just talked about, right?
1: Exactly. But I mean, the, yeah, maybe. May but I mean, if it, like if you're going to try to be competitive, like,
0: I mean, okay. Could... So maybe, here's what the deal. Maybe you trade for somebody that's not just a one-year rental, right?
1: No, I mean, I said th- no. You definitely have, yeah. I think you. De- I'm sorry. I meant I said no, but I meant yes. I, I think you. I think you have to trade for somebody that is a
0: long-term option,
1: know, c- coming off a, a a contract that's not going to be signed, or you know something that you're, you know, someone that you're you're either willing to sign for a long-term deal, or you're willing to develop long-term. Can I give you but an option? I mean, the-
0: just just spitballing one.
1: Uh, do I have an option? No, I've got no. one for you. Oh, yeah, please, please, yeah.
0: Would you give up your first-round pick for Quinn and Williams?
1: I don't know that I would. That's you interesting. You know, especially now because our first-round pick could be really high.
0: This, this is know? a very similar situation to what Pittsburgh had to deal with last year, right, where Ben Roethlisberger gets, you know, hurt early in the season and they had to make a decision whether they wanted to give up a first-round pick to go get Minko Fitzpatrick, right? If you believe Quinnen Williams is an elite talent that fills the need, don't you at least have to kind of consider it? I I, I don't know I'm, if I do it, but that's just interesting is he that
1: kind of talent? I, I mean I don't know that has, he's has he been that impressive so far? Let's revisit this later in the week. But go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. I I know. I mean I yeah I, I think it's I mean look I'm certainly willing to listen to names like that for sure, but uh, yeah I mean I, we gotta I gotta know specifics before. But uh, I mean I, I think at this point. If you're going to trade for somebody or, or you going to look at that, you, I, I'm not giving it my first-round pick right now because my first-round pick could be really, really high. And that was a gamble that, that Pittsburgh was willing to take, uh, but I, I don't know that I am, especially when you consider just a kind of casual look at who are some of the more talented players that may possibly be available in what is going to be a very interesting draft next mm. year.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the offense some more. So um, Ezekiel Elliott, I think, had one of his better days of the, yeah. the season. 19 carries for 91 yards. Uh, the Cowboys got Tony Pollard involved more. Six carries for 30 yards. Uh, also had two, two receptions for two yards. Uh, but the biggest story was CeeDee Lamb, right? Eight receptions for 124 yards. Made some crucial catches down the field. Drew a couple penalties. Um, what were just some of your overall takeaways from this offense? Uh,
1: I, I, I mean, I mentioned this before, and I, I and sometimes I have a hard time remembering whether this is on-air or off-air, but can you, can you believe that this was the same game in which Cedric Wilson <laughs> on, a, on a Philly special threw a touchdown pass to Dak Prescott? Yeah. Like, that just, I mean, it almost feels kind of gross now that we know what happened to Dak a little bit later in the game, but... I don't know I mean I think that you know early on in the game it, it still looked ugly you know like it, it it just it was really disheartening because it felt like again is this team going to be able to kind of overcome th- their ability to shoot themselves in the foot early right and, mm-hmm. and, and they kind of pick six really <laughs> didn't make you feel great about that no. scenario situation so I, I think you know that they once they ran the football, which I mean, again, kind of goes counter to a lot of beliefs around everywhere. <laughs> I mean, you can just I go mean, ahead and call me out. That's fine. Go ahead. I'll be, but you're not. Look, you're certainly not alone, Marcus. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's the prevailing theory that 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 running the football is bad. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it really helped. The, I think it really helped the offensive line play um it, it really helps it did of calm just, them down
0: a little bit yeah
1: yeah because they you know and, you know i've talked about it before when you when when you run the football the offensive line gets to be the aggressors as opposed to p- uh, pass play when the defensive line is the aggressors and you know I, I think that you know that really kind of settled things out for the guys settled things down for the outside i think that the guys on the inside and and, and I'm, i can't wait to see the the tape, honestly i you know, if you want to talk about some positive notes i think the guys on the inside had a very had very good games good I, you know obviously there was the snap fumble that came from not be you know and fault. i gotta say i didn't see the first drive that's the other thing is that the game never changed over for the first time but i'm pretty sure that Biadish had a snap that was a uh, high for dak right a little so, high
0: but it wasn't anything and, out of and, the ordinary but, yeah. and
1: the snap for dalton it, that looked like dalton's fault it me. was 100 yeah but that is yeah that. okay cool uh so uh, but I I have to say the interior three I thought had really good games. And uh and I, I know specifically that on the, one of those touchdown runs there was a really great combo block between Biadish and Connor Williams. So uh I mean again, that's very positive and, and I do think that if you want to talk about some just positive things to feel good about walking away from this game, I thought Jalen Smith Just looked, about to
0: mention him. That was the best game I've seen really, him play really in really good. Like even maybe a like year. A,
1: yeah, 2018 Jalen Smith, can, right? 2000. Can I, no, can so I hypo-
0: hypothesize why I think he played well in this game? Okay. I, I think he has a little beat on Jason Garrett's offense. I think he knows a little bit where the ball's going.
1: Maybe that's it. Maybe that, that's, a, that's a fair assessment. But he played great. Um, I mean, he
0: had three tackles for a loss. Uh, yeah. I thought the energy was way better today. I thought he played with power. Uh, I, I, I really thought he had a much sure. better game than we have seen at any point this season.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, and I think uh, and uh, same goes for Demarcus Lawrence. Absolutely, uh, he looked a lot more re- reinvigorated, um, and he was kind of all over the place. Um, Shocker, Cam Fleming can't block him. Sh- I'm shocked. Yeah, I mean that's not surprising, <laughs> really. Um, I you know I think I think that they need to continue to try to like put different combinations of people out there too, because you, we saw Francis Bernard out there. Um, and sure. Yeah, Get him more
0: snaps. The, Why not?
1: Yeah, I give him more snaps. Avail, you know, he'll avail himself well. You know, and I think that once they had Brown out there, it, they actually got the chance to take Diggs off the field mm-hmm. a little bit, which was probably good for him because I, you know, at this point, I think he's he's really beat up, you know, and and I think he needs
0: a bye week so bad.
1: Yeah, he definitely does. And his body's a little bit beat up. So I think he's looking for, you know, uh, uh, some time off to kind of just reset and digest stuff. But I thought Anthony Brown played well. Yes. Uh, I thought Jordan Lewis was, you know, I, I thought he was up up and down, but, but kind of at least closer to what we were used to, right. Mm -hmm. Where I felt like he was making good plays at times. And, and, yeah, he was getting called for stuff occasionally, but I thought that he he was at least worth it, you know. And and, and at the, I think previous in the season he's really struggled to kind of produce the upside plays. It's been just kind of negative. So Good. The Cowboys got to figure something else out at defensive tackle. I think that's really where the the issues are. They'll figure something out at safety, I think. Cornerback will hopefully start to feel a little bit better once they get uh, Chibidobi Woozy back, and, and I, I think really what they need to do is figure something out at safety because, uh, you know, I mean, not safety, a defensive tackle, because really, they, like I said, Hill was already the guy that was kind of the inconsistent playmaker but still a playmaker, and he's gone for the season, and now I'm afraid that this is just going to mean more snaps of Gallimore, and really he just does not look ready right
0: now. Yeah, and, and I think you're right. When I <laughs> – I think I tweeted out one time that he just – he's not ready. He had his back turned to the play on one yeah. time. Uh, but, again, he's going to get lots of snaps over the next uh, – how many games we have left? 11 games left. Oh, my God, uh, yes. I th- yeah, we'll see him play some more. I'm going to give you a quick winner and loser before we go, and I'll let you comment yeah. on each of them. Uh, Michael Gall basically did nothing wow. for the first – I mean – 58 minutes of this game, 59 <laughs> minutes of this game. Yeah. And that yeah. was surprising to me because on our show on Friday, we, we highlighted him as somebody who needed to dominate his matchup because James Bradbury on that other side covering Amari Cooper uh, basically shut him out. And again, that's not that surprising considering how great of a cornerback Bradbury was. Uh, on the other side, Isaac Gideon and some of those other corners were covering Michael Gallup. Did nothing until the last 40 seconds of the game this is how the cowboys finished the game last three plays right 19 yard play to uh michael gallup to get his feet in bounds just an incredible catch next play a 38 yard catch uh down the sideline 34 yard field goal by greg sirline so the biggest play of the game yeah two biggest plays of the game uh came from michael gallup so God, it was just great to see him making some clutch plays and I would not be surprised if he's the kind of receiver that ends up developing a pretty good chemistry with with Andy Dalton because he can do some of those things down the sidelines. Andy Dalton throws a very catchable ball down the sidelines, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see more Michael Gallup over the next couple weeks. And then I'll give you the, the loser, Everson Griffin. Yeah. He might be washed, Landon.
1: Yeah, he just looks so unexplosive he can't stop like that's the problem is that he, if he tries to break down or stop moving off of his initial burst off the yeah. line of scrimmage he doesn't have the explosion to I mean he got ran, ran around turn around on keeping contain on Evan Ingram you know it's not even like it's not even like they had a running back with the football or, or it was it wasn't even like Barkley with the ball Evan Ingram beat just literally ran around him and he lost contain and that's why they scored one of their touchdowns. It was it, you know it, he he showed a little something a little bit later in a pass rush, but I mean outside of when he's specifically given an opportunity to rush the passer on third and long he can't operate the job of of DPR or Sam or whatever the position is. He just can't do it.
0: Yeah. So again, if you're looking for things to be excited about in this yeah. season, um, Randy Gregory can come back. I believe after this Arizona game on Monday Night Football. I, I mean, I don't. I have not seen Randy Gregory practice I have not seen him work out did you see the pictures of hey, he's massive <laughs> he looks, Dude, he looks huge. so big <laughs> I, I'm saying I, I put him into the starting lineup or give him Everson Griffin snaps and just roll with you know tank Alden Smith and Gregory as your three defensive and, and, ends I'm good with that and just
1: so we're clear we mean like Alden Smith big not like big fat he looks like He's Not
0: like 2016, 2017, working. DeMarcus yeah. Lawrence. Yeah, we're, we're, no. no. we're balked up, Randy.
1: Yeah.
0: No, um, that's good. So, yeah, I mean, again, it, crappy day. But Cowboys yeah. did get a win. They are sitting atop of the division. There yeah. was some good things to take away on both sides of the ball. A couple guys have made some plays. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday to go over our all 22 notes. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about all the things we see on tape. We'll make sure we talk about Uh, the offensive lineman, how Tyler Biotis did in his first start, how Brandon Knight looked, uh, how some of the other younger players looked. Uh, So make sure you guys tune in for that. Uh, You can download the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, You can follow the show at Cowboys. You can follow Alainan at McCoolBCB. And I'm at Marcus underscore And We will see you next time.